And I've been giving a gift, given a gift to teach. And I need to walk in my gifts and be obedient to what has been prophesied over my life, to what he would have me to be, and to do what he would have me to do. I have to be a doer of the word, not a hearer only. So we are going to just give an overview of this series that we had already started, but I never really gave an overview of what we're going to do with this series. So this, this will serve as an explanation as to where we're going to go as we bring this forth and where people can, uh, can really kind of get an understanding of the direction. According to the Hebrew, the word uh, lab is the definition of the inner man, the mind, the will, the heart, uh, probably what we would call the soul, the lab. So what we want to do is we want to realize if we're dealing with the inner man, the mind, the will, and the heart, then what the most important thing that we can do is to take this devar or this heart, this lab, this word is the devar. We should take this word and we have to have it written as were directed in the Proverbs by Shalaman or Solomon to write the word upon the tablets of our heart. So we are going to go through these mashal or these parables or these moral lessons or uh, life application concepts, if you will, which are Yeshua's, not mine. I'm just a vessel that has submitted myself and committed myself to do what he tells me to, to follow wherever he tells me to go and to be able to share boldly his mind and he he shares his mind he opens his his self up as the messiah yeshua by expressing himself as he walked on this earth and the parables or these these moral lessons 
this mashal, is something that is so crucial for us to understand if we ever want to walk into that kind of a of a mind, if we ever want to get into that kind of a heart, then we have to be able to hear his voice. We have to be able to understand the inner man, the mind, the will, the heart, this soul that we've been given. It's got to connect with him. That's the, that's the transformation. That's the, the core and the crux, the central point of transformation. What are, otherwise, what are we transforming into? What are we trying to transform into? What are we trying to become if not to become like him? And Yami prays it every day on this line. We're going to be more like you. I want to be more, more. More like you, yeah. And it's a tall order. It's a it's a high call to be in his family, to be a brother to Yeshua, to be a friend, a true friend. Oh, it's not a problem for him to be a friend to you and to me. That's easy for him. It's not a problem for him to be a brother to you. In fact, he he says he'll be a friend that sticks closer than a brother. So for us, the only way to come into that right place with our soul, to come into right standing with him, is for us to crucify and or kill that old person that we used to be. This is a really hard concept for man to get their mind, will, emotions, to get all of everything around such a concept is pretty, pretty spectacular. It really is. So we want our lab or our soul, we want it to be one. We want it to be had according to the prayer in Yahukanan 17. He prayed that for us to be his, his brothers. So if we are going to walk into a sonship and to be really the sons and daughters of Yah, then we have to be on the receiving end of what that prayer was that he prayed for us. Or otherwise, I think we really go amiss. So as a lead-in to this full parable series, which we've, you know, we've jumped in and out, in and out, in and out, trying to get it started, because this is the first time I've ever taught this as a complete package, as a complete series. But I believe these will be the foundational teachings of transformed recovery that people will need to get their heads and their hearts completely around. You, you have to get these things or you are going to go amiss. You are going to really not get it. 
we have to understand this good news is for us. This good news that we have this brother, this friend that sticks even closer than a brother who wants the best for us. And that's why he died for us. And by that same example of a physical death and becoming the perfect lamb slain so that no more animal sacrifices were necessary. That was the adjustment in covenant. This Yeshuic covenant, this seventh covenant, this final covenant is what we need to be able to really come into our time. This is our time to be the Moses of our day. This is our time to be the Yahub or, or, or you know, the Jacob or the Yisrael of our time. This is the time for the Esther to rise up. This is the time for the Ruth. This is the time for the Deborah. This is the time for the heroes of faith to rise up. You have a choice today of whether you want to be part of that heroes of faith. And that's what he's really pray, praying into existence here, speaking into existence here to those that were followers 2,000 years ago, the original followers. And that, that process was to be duplicated. Each one was supposed to pass along a protocol, a, a system, a standard of excellence on how we become the new creation. They were to take his words that he shared and they were to bring fulfillment of our kingdom destiny into a reality. It's a dream, but it's to become a reality. It's a dreamality when it really happens. When you start to receive the dreams that's talked about in Acts 2, that we're going to have dreams, we're going to have visions, because we are now filled with him. We are filled because he gave us a promise before he left. In Acts 1.8, he said that he was going to give us power. Because there is no way we can be like him without the power that he gives us. There is no way we can transform. There is no way we can change without his power. We have to receive that power. That power is available to us every day. We have to call it down from heaven. We have to say, I need your power to do this life because I cannot do it in my flesh. I cannot do it in and of myself. And his, his hasad, which Christians call mercy, it's fresh in the morning. So early in the morning, I find myself running around and, and praising back and forth in the goodness garden as I'm watering. And, and 
cleaning here and there and, and making sure that we have a fresh kitchen in the morning to, to come into that's, that's not a mess. And we start our day with a reality that's not a mess. And we need to start that reality within ourselves that we're not a mess because we're cleaning it up. We're doing what he told us to do. We get clean, we get off of drugs, but it's so much more than drugs. Being clean or unclean is, is such a deep subject that we find in, in Scripture. So we just hope that as we go through this series, that you will grab a hold of it. Because it will be the center point of your life. It's really amazing to me that I could have been a minister this long and never been awakened to the fact that I needed to teach this series. It's probably the most important teaching. And maybe... Maybe it's because he knew I wasn't ready yet. Maybe it's because he knew I really didn't get it. I didn't realize. I didn't understand. But now I do. And I've wrestled within myself to even do this teaching. Because it's such a tall order. You know, and there's people that wrote things out there and, you know, I've looked at commentaries, I've looked at different things and it's a, it's a really incredible thing on how some people took things so out of context and definition and the whole practicality and logic, just basic logic where the Ruach, you know, the, 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 the breath that he breathes into us is pointing things out to us to just listen, just hear and have an ear what the Ruach has to say unto the congregations, as we see in the beginning of Revelation. We have to hear his voice. So let's hear what he said in Yehukanon 17 as a prayer kind of open up this mashal, this, this parabolic type teaching, these moral lessons that are going to be the foundation of our lives. If we miss any one of these lessons, I believe with all my heart, we are missing one of the, 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 the building blocks of a Yali life, of a, of a life that's of him, of a life that is, is totally foundational in our faith. We have got to get these parables of Yeshua. We've got to get them. So here's, here's his prayer. And I think you're going to hear in his, in his very prayer how much he wanted us to get it. He wanted us to get it. So let's get it today. 
Yehukanan 17 or John 17 and 1. I'm going to read the whole chapter. Yeshua spoke these things and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Kavod or highly esteem your son. That your son may also highly esteem you or elevate your son, that your son may elevate you. And we see in the life of Yeshua, that's exactly what he did. Verse 2. As he gave to him authority over all flesh. What did, what did I say we needed to crucify? We needed to crucify our flesh. And he has authority over all of it. He gives us that authority if we will receive it. So he says, as you gave to him authority over all flesh, so that to all which you gave to him, he may give to them everlasting life. If we don't take authority over our flesh, which is a promise that we can do that, it sounds like everlasting life hangs in the balance of that. Because we're supposed to be Yali people, not fleshly people. Fleshly is the old man. Fleshly is not him. And that's not who's supposed to be walking around in your body. If you're going to make the statement that surely he that's in me is greater than he that's in the world, if you're going to make that statement, then your life should show it. It should be greater. Why? Because he's there. How could it be anything less than great to have the king of kings Yeshua HaMashiach living inside us. And this is how we get everlasting life. I don't think, I think if we just walk around as fleshly, earthly beings without him on, our, on the throne of our hearts, then I would question everlasting life is even for us if we're that kind of person. But if there's something pricking us inside that's saying, I got to get less of me, I got to get me crucified, less of me and more of you, I think that's when the transformation really accelerates. We see a rapid change in who we are as a human being at that point, that is like the main thing that's going to make it and change it for us, transform it for us, is him. But not when the old man is still strong and, and that flesh is still rising up and trying to win the day. You will have a conflict, according to Shaul the Shaliach's writing, you will have a conflict inside of you. I believe it's in Galatians 5, 
where the, the Ruach is going to war against that flesh. So we see this right here. As you gave to him authority over all flesh, so that to all which you gave to him, he may give to them everlasting life. And this, verse 3, and this is everlasting life, that they may know you, the Elohim of truth, and Yeshua Messiah, whom you have sent. We got to know him. He doesn't, he can't be some, some person out there, some being out there, some power out there that seems like a stranger. We got to know him. And the way that we get to know him is through prayer, which is talking to him, asking him questions, talking, relationship, also meditating or listening to what he's saying back. It's huge. It's absolutely huge what he wants to do in this relationship. This is part one of the introduction to the Parables of Yeshua series for Transformed Recovery and Deliverance and the textbook. This is the audio textbook, Alive in Me, Transformed, is what he gave me as a mandate to come out of my life and the book needs to be published. All of these teachings as an audiobook, they need to be published. And that's what's happening right now as we are live here on Love Live Ruach Remnant Reality Radio. So I thank you today for hearing part one. We're at about 21 minutes right now. And it is time for us to go to the marketplace and have a marketplace ministry segment. So we're going to transition into that with a little music in between. But I thank you for being part of my anchor.fm by Spotify and be able to produce this podcast and be able to get it out unto the nations to be able to do and fulfill that which was called upon me that I would reach the nations in ways that others would never reach the nations. There is so much that happens through technology, which was totally spoken over my life. And if I don't do that, I am not fulfilling my kingdom destiny. I have to do this. This is my call. So I pray that this has meant something to you as I know that it has to me because it is the very mandate that is upon my life to be going through this parable or mashal, this moral lesson, which is the foundation of transformation. Hallelujah. Thank you, Yah.
buy from me gold, gold refined in the fire. I'll give you white robes, so you won't be ashamed. Ointment for your eyes that you might see. Turn me off first love and keep my words to the end. He who overcomes will eat from the tree of life. You will never leave the paradise of yard like a pillar in my house. You will stay.
white robes So you won't be ashamed Ointment for your eyes That you might see Would you like to see a sunset? The sun is setting right now. Oh, 
all that. <clears throat> My husband and I just moved and we have a beautiful view. And I get to see the sunset every night. Be still and know that he is, yeah. You can get more music and motivation for your spiritual journey at setapartheart.com. See you around. Be still and know. Be still and know.